When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts. Great again. Yes, Jay Nog here, your tech stuff guy. I am back in the U.S. of A. And we are here with the President of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Pete Dominic, good to be back. He was. We had a good week last week. Uh, finally, some continuity, some good, strong tech stuff guy presence. So we're very happy to have you back. Mr. President, do you Pete think I look Dom- like Pete, Dom- Pete Dominic's What'd bald? you do with Pete Dominic? Exactly. I'm not- Normally, I don't make eye contact with the tech stuff guy, and now I'm seeing that they put, who is it? Hedgehog. It's- <laughs> we, got the hedge- we got Sonic. Good guy, by the way. Genesis. Good Bible verse also. Oh, okay. A lot of sex in the garden. Okay? It's, it's Jane. Apples. You got to eat the apples. Keep the doctor away. Good times. So Hedgehog. We got Sonic the Hedgehog uh, taking the place of Pete Dominic. Fictional character. I like that. Mr. Well, President, you seem pretty real to me. Okay. Mr. President, you are very upset with Saturday Night Live. Well, it's not a good show, and we're, gonna, we're looking into the kind of collusion, as I said in my tweet, the kind of collusion they have with the Dems, and uh, we're going to look into it and see if we can do something about it. Mr. President, if I may say, you're coming off a little whiny about this. I mean, you bully a lot of people on Twitter, and you tell everyone how it goes, and then SNL is making fun of you, and you're taking as belittling you, and you're, you you want them stopped, and you want so they can't make fun of you anymore. Come on. It's freedom of speech. You're the, you're the person who stands behind freedom of speech. Not when it's done in such a terrible, bad freedom kind of way. You know, it's freedom of speech. It's not bad freedom of speech. But that's one person's opinion. Pretty pretty important person. <laughs> I guess so. But it's just bad to you. Why do they have such good ratings if it's so bad? Well, I mean, they obviously got Mad TV off the air, so they didn't have competition. They were afraid of competition. So Frank Caliendo, now that was a guy who could make some humor. Were you a fan of A Living Color? Who? In Living Color. It was a sketch show also. Who was that? Uh, the Waynes brothers were on it. Jim Carrey was on it. Lots of. So the Canadian and the Blacks. No thanks. Okay. Well, they're they they may do a reboot. Canucks. What would you call a black Canadian? Uh, I don't know. That's all you on that one. A buck. A black Canuck. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. The silent tech guy is giving me. Uh, you know, maybe he doesn't want to be here next week. <laughs> get, put some coal in his stocking. So if. <laughs> 
Big so you, beautiful coal, by the way. Beautiful coal. Beautiful coal. So you good for energy and for blackface. It's very good. Very good material. Have you've done blackface before, Mr. President? Oh. You. No, I don't do blackface. I wouldn't even not even in joke do I want to be a black. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, let's write that one down. <laughs> Not sure what's so funny. Well, Mr. President, do you really think it's going to work? Who? That SNL won't be able to make fun of you anymore. Well, we're going to see, and I think they're going to be very upset when, you know, Alec Baldwin and uh, Lorna Doon Michaels is in big trouble. What are you going to do? Are you going to have police come in there live on TV and arrest people who are making fun of you? Live from New York, it's your indictment. That might be you as well. We'll get to that later. Who? But who? What? Mr. President. Where? You can't stop SNL. It's a comedy show. You can't stop them from doing comedy. Well, I'd like them to start doing comedy. Then we'll talk about stopping them. <laughs> okay, we got... Who do we have? Who's that? Who's the guy who was dating the little midget singer? I really, uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson says he doesn't want to be on Earth anymore. Well, guess what? I don't want you on Earth either. Well, Mr. President, that's really not very funny. He's he has some mental health issues. Well, if one of, of if one of Ariola Grande's boyfriends dies again, they can call her white genocide. It's Ariana Ariana Grande, not Ariola. Well, have a latte. Ariola Grande. That's a good nickname. I'm just saying they, they've got a big black in Leslie Jones. She's no good. They got a depressed skeleton, Pete Davidson, no good. You got a lesbian woman, the uh, Kate Kate McAllister, whatever her name is. I don't, yeah, She's I don't know no good. She, I don't really watch it, but I don't well, think you Well, good. You, you can't prepare it as always. Good. Where's Pete, where's, where's Pete Dominic, speaking of Pete's? <laughs> Just because I don't watch SNL, I mean, I see the sketches they put online. Well, I'm just telling you, I, you know, Bill Murray was funny. He was a good guy. I was going to ask you if you were ever a fan of SNL. Well, Bill Murray was good, and we liked Chevy Chase. So in the 80s, you were a fan of SNL? Well, more the 70s. It was but it I was, the 70s? You know, I th- was it early 80s? Well, they were the 70s. Okay, sounds good. So what are you going to do to make sure... That comedy is not going to exist on SNL anymore. Are you going to do anything or are you just going to complain about it? Well, I've got my Justice Department looking into it. We're going to bring some legal action. We're going to look into uh, shutting them down, perhaps, because it's very disrespectful. You know, my friends, Mohammed bin Salman, Vladimir Putin, Rodrigo Duterte, they don't take this from their people. And I don't think I should either. If I... If I'm the leader of an even better country than their countries, then there's no reason why I should be taking more insults from terrible sketch people. But we have the most free country in the world. That's why we're well, allowed to do that. You know what? Maybe it's time for maybe a little less freedom, a little more greatness, a little less freedom. Okay. Well, how do you feel your friend Comey? A little Comey, less talk, a little more action. Your friend Comey. Elvis. Has- good guy. Has not been saying. I gave him any- an award, by the way, Presidential Medal of Freedom. I hope he likes it. I hope he does too. But when it comes to Comey, your ex-friend, I'd say never a friend. Too tall, nine foot three, James <laughs> Comey. Okay, ex-colleague. Not a colleague. I'm the president. I don't have colleagues. I have people who work for me. Okay, well, he did work for you, correct? He did very and, poorly. And now he's really 
saying some horrible things about you that people should stand up to you and that you're a liar and James Comey mm -hmm. in addition to having sex with animals is, is that a fact is not telling the truth when he calls me a liar how do you so know he's, he's had sex with animals well look into it what animals you'll see a lot of animals probably giraffes he's so tall <laughs> he's so tall Real, so there's no truth real to what gangly string bean. There's no truth to what Comey said about you that you you lie all the time and I'm probably if we're being totally honest, yeah. which I like to be. Of course, you're probably honest. the most honest president the country's ever had. That's why people elected me because I didn't speak like a politician. Like honest Abe compared to me was ugly lying Abe. Mm, I don't know about that. I am the most truthful president in American history. Well, honest when it comes to what you think, maybe not honest to what reality is all the time. I'm telling you right now, mm -hmm. there's ne George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. These guys were lying scumbags compared to me. How They were lying scumbags compared to you. Yes. Now, they weren't terrible people, but when you compare them to my great record, they look like basically, to be honest, you know, pedophile rapists. Well, that's, that's how terrible extreme. they are compared. Well, we live in extreme times and we need one of the great presidents ever, and that's me. You don't think you have tunnel vision when it comes to yourself, Mr. President? You only see what... I have you see one side to everything and that's it. I have tremendous vision. Do you? Great 2010 vision. So you see both sides of the situation? You see... All sides of all situations, and I know best. And James Comey, hopefully he's not here either for very long. He looks like he's going to have some kind of, like some pituitary circulation problem. Are you saying he's going to die? Well, he's like 13 feet. You Andre the Giant lasted for a long time. Andre the Giant died before he was 50. We listed what forty something years on the earth. You how consider tall was he? that seven good? Foot five? You consider that good? If you're, how tall was he? He was like seven foot three, right? Do you have seven any kids? Four? Yeah. How many kids? One. Now, how old are you? I'm thirty nine. How old's your kid? One and a half. Hey, good news, tech stuff kid. Your dad's here for another six years. Isn't that a lot of time? But I'm not seven foot five, seven foot four. Well, I'm saying James Comey is 13 feet four. <laughs> He's going to die any day now. And that's a truth? It's a fact. Okay. The most truthful of statements, a fact. Well, it might be a fact from your mouth, but maybe not someone else's mouth. Well, it's a complete fact. Okay. Now, your senior advisor, Stephen Miller, what Great is... Guy. What's going on with his hair? Did he have a hair transplant? Or did he is he wearing a wig? What is going on? Well, did you see his hair? He had a patch. It was that just appeared on his head. You know, I was informed by Stephen Miller that he had seen Carlos Boozer, okay? <laughs> Black basketball player. I know who you were talking who about. Who basically painted hair onto his head. And then he saw LeBron James, who was going terribly bald, and now is all of a sudden not. And it, it really, I think, shows what Stephen Miller's been concerned about and what a lot of the MAGA people have been concerned about, which is 
when it's the blacks, everybody's like, oh, very good. Do, do what you have to do. Then when it's a great white, okay, not like Jaws, but like Stephen Miller. I understand what you're talking about. Well, okay. Everybody's got a problem. Just because he wants to add a little hair to his big brain. Well, with everyone else, people have, have said things. With LeBron, people have said things about his hairline. It's not well, like he goes ignored. Of None of the people at Mar-a-Lago commented on LeBron's hair. And believe me, the 90-year-old wealthy conservative Jews that joined my club love the NBA. I'm sure they do. So they would, if anybody would have said something, they would have definitely Maybe said something. Maybe they're not something. concerned with that. They're just concerned with how good he is at basketball. Well, he's no Michael Jordan. Well, it's, it's debatable. Everyone debates. He is no Michael Jordan, but it's... Michael Jordan never, never took stupid stances on unimportant social issues like dead blacks. I mean, that's a little harsh, Mr. President. I think that the way the game is now and the times athletes are using being famous and being a role model to actually set a good example for young people and open Was their it mouths. not good enough for the blacks to be- get to bang our beautiful white women when they get to be famous athletes? Now, all of a sudden, they got to talk and but be on issues. Michael the- Jordan, no issues. No well, issues. Just points and commercials and the occasional white mistress. Well, there's way more social injustice now than there was in- when Michael Jordan was playing. Well, tell that to Rodney King or whatever his name was. Well, there were certain cases here and there, but there's many more today. Or at least many more publicized today. Well, because there's a lot of attacks on whites. Is there? Well, we'll see. (laughs) We will see. Really rough. It's tough to be. It's an amazing thing. Not only am I better than George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, people always it's also never been tougher for whites. People comment about your hair, too. Great hair. Now, are you being compared to Stephen Miller? Do you think people are saying maybe that you guys have the same hair guy? Well, no. Stephen Miller, I appreciate that he wants to be like me. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's a compliment. Remember when you right. went on Air Force One and your hair blew up and it, it was really strange looking? Well, you're, you, if I can tell from the texture of your hair, you're a Kushner. <laughs> I am a, I'm, I'm a Jew, yes. Right, so you got that tight curly. It's almost like your hair wants to be a black, but it's instead settling for a Kushner. Okay. And the wind won't do to your hair what it does to mine. My beautiful Aryan German blonde hair, the wind wants to get all in it. So that's why it floats around in the wind hmm. because it's the the nature wants to make love to my hair. <laughs> Is that what nature wants to do with your hair? Well, it's a family podcast, so I don't want to say what else it wants to do to my hair. <laughs> oh, jeez. You ever see something about Mary? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. I think you know. I understand. Mother Nature wants to jizz in my hair. <laughs> okay. But we're taking care of Mother Nature. A lot of coal. She'll be choking on that. Big Black Coal, BBC. BBC Big Black Coal, I like that. Now, are you concerned, Mr. President? I don't know why Silent Tech Guy didn't laugh at that one. (laughs) Felt like that was a good one. Are you concerned about impeachment? There was an article written today that to people who are close to you, you are telling them that you are concerned about impeachment because of your because ex-lawyer. Because of a fake, a fake story 
fake news. I am not at all worried. Okay, well, Cohen's going to, your ex-lawyer is going to jail for three years. Good. He should go for 10. Now, it's based on that you used campaign funds to pay off the National Enquirer because they were coming out with a story that you had an affair and it would have ruined your presidential run. No affairs, no Russia, no porn stars, no Playboy Playmates, no collusion, fake news. Do you find it odd that these stories keep following you, Mr. President? And coming out of different people's mouths as well, especially the people who used to have your back. Very few people really have my back. So only a few people know the truth. All these other people are big time liars. Well, Cohen was your lawyer. I'm sure you told him some confidential He was like a lackey. You know, he was like, if you saw Peter Pan, I was like Captain Hook and he was Smee. Okay. Just like Toady walking around being a like a stupid guy who I'm sure complimented Smee knows me. some secrets about Captain Hook. Well, we'll see. So you're not nervous at all, Mr. President? Couldn't be less nervous. So the National Enquirer story is totally made up? Completely and utterly made up. Why would it be made up in, in such detail? Because... We all know the National Enquirer has some of the great writers in the history of journalism, so they're obviously writing very good fiction. But what advantage would they get by making this up? If it was false, their whole paper would lose credibility. Right, and, and Bat Boy was, was, was real. <laughs> that's like weekly world news bat boy this bat is not boy national enquirer. is real and the national enquirer is reporting quality stories like that weekly world news is oh but for donald for, Dr- for donald trump it must be real but you know bat boy and here look at jessica simpson she has a penis front page of the national enquirer was that front page of the national well enquirer? probably something like it i don't think she has a penis i don't either then why'd you say it because I was making up something that's fake. Do you see? Holy smokes. We're making the point but it, it, that the National Enquirer the National is Enquirer. fake news. They're the fakest of the fake news. Well, then they would be sued all the time if they were fake. Well, they do get sued. And they're, they're going to be sued by me big time. You're going to sue them? What did I just say? When? Well, we're looking into it. After we're done with <laughs> SNL. When so SNL. it's going to be SNL. And then you're going to... Go after National Enquirer. Who else are you going to go after Cohen too? Because, I mean, Cohen's lying also. You're going to go after your ex-lawyer? Well, you know what they say about litigation? You got to bring a Kushner to a Cohen fight. <laughs> Is that what they say? Who says that? You don't, you don't go into a Cohen fight with an Irish. You go get... you. You want Kushner on Kushner crime in that courtroom. Kushner on Kushner. That's very PC, Mr. President. Well, you know, there's another K word that you could say, and I'm not going to say it. (laughs) So you mock me with the PC, but I can tell you right now, you know, Uh, let's just say we could be flying kites right now, if you know what I mean. That strong wind that wants to make love to my hair. Mr. President, you are a New Yorker. 
I am. It's a uh, you know one of the great a lot of lot of you know stupid people who don't know their politics, but great city full of things. By the way, that I built. Now Cuomo said, World Trade Center. He is going not the tallest building downtown anymore after nine eleven. Well, that has nothing to do with what I was going to say. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, Cuomo. There's he wants to legalize marijuana. Perry Cuomo. In 2019. Good singer. No. Mario Cuomo wants to legalize marijuana. Mario Cuomo. I thought he was dead. He came back from the dead. Well, I don't know his first name. What's his name? Who? Him. Who's that? What? The governor of New York. Pataki. Mayor of New York. Dinkins. <laughs> These are all from the 80s. <laughs> How would you feel if marijuana was legalized in New York State? I know you don't approve of marijuana being legalized, but they said they're going to pay for transportation. There's a lot of problems with the subway system, and that would repair the subways, and money would go to education. And I know you don't like legalization of marijuana. But I don't like education either. You don't? Okay. Would you be upset if your home state legalized marijuana? I think it's a gateway drug. I think, to quote The Godfather, great movie. Okay. We should keep it in the dark, people. They're animals anyway. Let them lose their souls. Great movie. I mean, he's talking about legalizing it in the next few months. Well, he's desperate. You know, he's, you know. You don't think that's positive if it, were, if it will help with the transportation system because the subways are so messed up? I take uh, helicopters, jets, and private cars, so what do I care? But, but we're talking about the regular average New Yorker takes some elite, public transportation. So, okay, as the great John Rocker said, some queers, Did some you say illegal, the great John Rocker? Good guy. Okay. The, uh, so some queers with AIDS, some immigrant ladies that can't speak English, and some blacks want to get to their minimum wage jobs on time and I'm supposed to care by letting them have marijuana. Do you really think only those people take the subway systems? That's a lot of them. How did you get here tonight? I drove. Well, exactly. <laughs> so you're saying I'm an elite? Well, you're talking like you want to help the people, but you're, you obviously aren't getting on the subway with these these, I uh, ride the subway all the time these just to get here tonight. These creatures that they have roaming. They're in the, creatures now? Well, these are human beings, Mr. President. They are New well, Yorkers. You know, they're, like, they're, they're sort of human types. This is your home state. This is where you grew up, Queens. That's subway system. Well, in a gated community. I mean, you know, my father knew enough. So you're not about legalization of marijuana, even though it will help the city and help people. Right, and then these, aren't these? And your then everybody's going to be moving slowly, so all the all the benefits of improving this so-called subway that you keep speaking about, all of a sudden, everybody's going to be high on marijuana, and then they're going to be walking slowly. In a year, they said it could bring two billion dollars to the city. Well, you know, we'll have to get some taxes from that. Of course, you're going to tax the marijuana. No, I mean me literally. I'm going to have to like we're going to have to pass a law that I get a cut. Oh, you're just going to get a cut of. Uh, so now you're like El Chapo. Who? He was a big drug dealer who's right now going through trial. You don't know who El Chapo like is? Like medical trials? You don't know who El Chapo is? He sounds Mexican. Yes. What does he do? 
He was a, a drug lord. Oh. So you're telling me that this Mex, this random Mexican is a drug lord. Did he murder people as well? Allegedly. So he's drug dealing and murdering. Apparently these were the things that were so racist when I said, when I announced my campaign. This is one person. Ch- chances though. are this El Chapo probably is also a rapist, which is exactly what I said <laughs> when I made my I announcement know. to make America great again. But that's so, one, this is one person. Mr. But President. a random one. You just mentioned a, a random... I didn't, Mexican you just mentioned. Turns not random out, at all. Turns out this random El Chapo fella is a murdering drug dealer. I don't know how random El Chapo is. He's probably uh, the most famous Mexican right first, now. First Mexican mentioned in the, on this episode, just out of the blue. Because you mentioned that you wanted the cut of the weed. Well, I think that makes sense. Right, and I was just saying it. you're like El Chapo, who's a drug lord who wanted the cut of... Never mind, Mr. President. That's fine. So no legalization of marijuana in New York. We shouldn't do it because even if it improves the system, you can have people moving much slower because they'll be high on drugs. Well, not the good ones that make you fast. Okay. So uppers. Like cocaine. I got it. Any plans for Christmas, President? You're going to sit around those blood trees in your house? No, no, we're going to uh, Mar-a-Lago for 16 days. You know what they say, the 16 days of Christmas, that famous song. Is everyone from the family going? On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me one Russian whore. (laughs) On the first day of Christmas, really? How Melania feel about that? Well, she's a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, okay. Is Ivanka going to Mar-a-Lago? Well... If she knows what's good for her. Okay. And is her husband going to? Who's that now? The Kushner. Who? Kushner. Well, there's a lot of... I mean, it's Florida. There's, it's overrun with Kushners. Her husband. It's a bunch of Scarfaces and a bunch of Kushners. But her, her husband is Jewish. Is he going to celebrate Christmas with you guys? Well, whoever this guy is that you're talking about, if he's Jewish, why would he celebrate Christmas? Because he's married to her. Who? Don't you, you hang out as a family? Well, I mean, I hang hang out with Ivanka. Okay. What did you get Baron for Christmas? Did Did you buy him a Christmas gift? Did I get a bear on Christmas? No, your son. Ivanka's far from a son. Baron, your other son. I mean, she's a son like she's the center of the (laughs) solar system, but not... uh, No, she's got all lady parts. Believe me, I upgraded a few of them. What did you get for Melania for Christmas? She's, uh, I don't know if they celebrate Christmas in Transylvania. You know, because when she became like, when they all become vampires, they like renounce God. Well, how about people who work for you? If they were going to buy a Christmas gift for the president, what should they get you? A tie? What would be a safe gift? A safe, a good safe gift. Yeah would be a highly vetted Russian prostitute. That's a safe gift? Highly vetted. Okay. How, what's, what would choice be? A black to sport hunt. <laughs> like in Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme. So you want to hunt a black person? Is that what you're saying? Well, they're very fast. It's good, <laughs> it's good hunting. 
with a with a, with a real gun, Mr. President, or a bow and arrow? How, how would you do it? Or is this like laser tag? Well, an AR-15, the official the official gun of America. So if, if let me get this straight, if someone was going to buy you a Christmas gift of someone who works for you. Or just an American who wants to... Highly vetted Russian prostitute because they are the most talented. And then you want to make sure they don't have any recording devices on them because they're, you know, sneaky people. What nationality do you have one in mind? Who? Russian? For for your prostitute. Russian. Russian is the nationality. Okay. I mean, you can sometimes go with like a Ukrainian or, you know, kind of the... How about Transylvanian? Well, I I already have one of those. Right, you you can't have two. I hear you. Yeah. And then second choice would be sport hunting <laughs> a black. And you don't think anything is wrong with that? Well, if you've seen Hard Target with Jean-Claude but Van that's, Damme. But that's a fictional movie. Well, is it? it you is. Pay, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if you run in the same circles as me. But what you do is you give the guy a belt of money. And if he can escape, he's... He, Gets a lot of money, so it's a contract. Wasn't there a movie with Ice T also? Where surviving the game? Yes, it was the same. I love my movies about hunting blacks. It's my favorite genre of film. Is that what's uh, in your library at home? In your DVR? Those two movies. That's it. On the shelf. Those are the only two movies you watch. That's it. Every Christmas. Instead of a Christmas story with the rifle, we watch Hard Target and Surviving the Game. How do you think Kanye would feel about that? Or any of your your, your African-American friends? Well, Kanye is at that level of wealth and power that he gets it. Okay, how about just regular African-American citizens? Who? black people who are americans well we'll look into it i don't think they would appreciate it well i mean can we go off the podcast record uh we're off okay last time i checked i'm not going to be getting a ton of black votes okay so if i've got a few black celebrities that are down with me what do i need some no-name black okay let's go back on so Ben Carson would approve. Does he watch this movie with you also? Ben Carson is legally blind, so he can't watch movies. Okay, so he doesn't know any of this. Ben Carson is a strange guy. <laughs> is he? Do you have a story to share? He's just weird. He's always sleeping. I don't know how he did surgeries with his eyes closed and his... I mean, what a weirdo. He was dancing in that in that video with you, right? You know what? Like I said, you always have to have the best gift you can give a white guy. Not me. I have higher tastes. Right. Whores and sport hunting mm-hmm. of blacks. But the the best thing you can do for a regular white guy is to find a black who can't dance and then put him next to him in a dance video. Because it'll make you look like you can dance just by the like, well, look, he looks way better than that black. That's smart. And the blacks always dance well. So when you see me shimmying better than Ben, sleepy Ben Carson, it makes me look like, you know, Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> well, 
I don't know about your Christmas gifts, Mr. President. I don't know if people are going to approve of them, especially the listeners, but uh, you well, did throw it out there. We and, don't do and it for knows, their approval. Who knows? Maybe you will get those gifts for Christmas, which I really hope you don't. I'm sorry, Mr. President. I hope Mar-a-Lago. We're going to import some blacks and some uh, prostitutes. I hope not. Good guys. But, Mr. President, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a, and a happy and healthy New Year. Well, thank you. And uh, if you know any blacks, tell them Kwanzaa is not a real thing. <laughs> I, will, I will not do that, but uh, you just told the listeners that, so that is fine. And uh, I appreciate everyone listening to the episode this week. Uh, this is Tech Stuff Guy, JNog, uh, JNog.com, at JNog on Twitter. Uh, we're actually going to be in D.C. in January. Myself, comedian J.L. Colvin, and John Moses will be at D.C. Comedy Loft, and that will be the second weekend in January. It's January called 11th. January 11th and 12th. Well, I didn't know you knew. Uh, I didn't know you, you, you memorized the calendar. Well, you know, you come in here, you're kind of giving the people these vague, you know, we're going to be I in pulled the, out my calendar to when see the, the times moon, of the shows. When Mercury's in retrograde and spiritual women are talking how spiritual they are. Mr. President, didn't we talk about what you want to interrupt me on the plugs? <laughs> well, I was clarifying. January 11th and 12th, 8 o'clock. Both nights, comedy shows, 10 o'clock, Pater Payne. And Mr. President, won't you be judging the Pater Payne shows? That's There's a good chance. There's a good, we'll be in D.C., so you won't have to travel that far. Well, yeah, I'm, I know we're going to be in D.C. Right. So you can judge those shows. We'll see. We'll see. Well, you can check us out there and come on through, say hi, and everybody have a happy and healthy new year and a Merry Christmas. Hello, guys. This is your president, Donald John Trump, voiced by J.L. Covan. Uh, I made a pretty good pitch last week for uh, more ratings on iTunes, and we got exactly zero new ratings in the last two weeks. Um, We have, let's just put it this way, over 20 times as many listeners as ratings. So while you're listening to this, folks, whether it be on Stitcher or iTunes, just give it five stars. You don't have to write a review. You can literally just click five stars while your iTunes or Stitcher is web enabled, uh, connected to the Internet. And that's it. So uh, have a uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I will be at the Albany Funny Bone uh, the fourth January 4th through the 6th. Like Jay said, I'll be in D.C. the 11th and 12th of January, and then I'll be at Helium in Buffalo, New York, uh, the 24th through the 26th. And if you're looking for a gift for yourself or for someone else, check out my new album, Thoughts and Prayers. So congratulations, 2018 is over. God help us all.